This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. That's childrensnational.org slash holiday. While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels. Put that long day behind you. Good times lie ahead. With company worth keeping. Then I'll bash a smile in your head. Come on in, the doors open, you'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and let our stories your ear. Cause we talk, talk, talk the tavern. Here you're always welcome. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Promising beer and bedlam. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Music, medicine, then some. The talk. Welcome to Talk of the Tavern. Tonight's topic will be air fryers and sound bars. Not to be confused with sound fryers and air bars. Andrea, your oh, pussy that, is showing. That was too soon. Marvin Gaye was just getting good, man. <laughs> it's hairy. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I can see your pussy. It's, uh, yeah, this is Harry Housing Cat. It is. It's true. Okay, so I am Travis Sivart. I'm the host. I'm an author, a podcast guy, and so on and so forth. Um, want to let everybody know we're an adult show with adult language topics and humor, so if it's not your thing, hey, thanks for the download. You can head out now. Um, come back and check out Right Night instead. That's, that's much more. Mm. So let's go around and do some introductions. Let's start with uh, the longest co-host in the house here. I mean that in more than one ways. Ed, why don't you introduce yourself? What's up, people? Um, I'm here. What, what's your vices? Oh, um, I am drinking uh, watermelon bowl rock out hard cider, the pink stuff. I like me a little pink. <laughs> or a lot of pink. You don't complain. Andrea, yeah, speaking of pink, what do you got? Um, well, tonight, apparently my vice is Harry Housing Cat on my lap. The knitting's over there, and I have a bag of Kit Kat. A bag of Kit Kat? Just, just, there's cat everywhere. Yeah. And then returning to the tavern as after a long hiatus, we have one of our co-hosts who haven't been with us for a long time. We have brought Robert Turk on for tonight's episode because of his passion for the bar, the sound bar. Robert, intro, please. Hey! Yeah, I mean, I'm Robert. I am an author and a game designer and now a Twitch streamer. That's new. Um, and it's been a couple of years. Oh, and what am I drinking? See, it's been a couple of years. I forget how this goes. Uh, tonight, it is just uh, Tennessee Honey, Jack Daniels. Ooh, nice. good stuff. Good stuff. Good a little stuff. sweet for me, but I like it. Yeah, I'm actually interested in... Good. It is sweet. It is sweet, um, and I have found it is only – I only like it if it is ice cold, so I keep it in the refrigerator. Um, Fair. It, it, I don't know if it's the coldness cuts some of the sweetness, but uh, – I, yeah, I think I, it cuts I've some of the – I've been mixing it with peanut butter. Peanut butter? I've been, yeah, peanut butter whiskey. I've been mixing peanut butter oh. whiskey and this uh, to ma- and with some bitters to make a peanut butter and honey old-fashioned – uh, I'm thinking maybe maybe calling that a nut and honey. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I ran out of the peanut butter, so now it's just the. You can just the call honey. it uh, Robert's nut. Robert's nut. There we go. Sweet. <laughs> uh, too too sweet for Travis. Now, anyhow, <laughs> small doses, which perfect if I'm not drinking Ed's nut and honey. Um, so anyhow, <laughs> right. Right. Uh, my vices tonight, I, I have Henry McKenna bourbon and a pipe with some C&D dark cherry Cavendish with the Coke Zero 
backup. While we're doing the rest of this, chat, go ahead and throw in your vices for tonight, what you're doing to keep your hands busy so you don't masturbate during the show, which is a regular pastime. And I'm going to let everybody know. What's that? It happens all the time. It does. It does. But Mm -hmm. usually only for the hosts. Um, Yeah, this is when we only see Ed from the neck up. Yeah. (laughs) True. If he looks like he's shrugging, he's finishing. Leave him alone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, it's one of those shows. Okay. Um, It's a third hour show. There we go. Right. For the podcast, folks, just so you know, we have a live interactive chat audience right here that I'm going to read comments. You might hear this noise. That means Travis wants to interrupt somebody to read off comments on air. Look at Ed whipping out his bits and putting them on the screen. Thank you very it's much. Appreciate that. Just underscore a underscore not cheered. We got a drink. We'll do our toast in a moment. For chat, I want to let you guys know it's a subscriber only since we're recording the podcast here on twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk. That's twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk, recorded every Monday night. And uh, we will read your comments if they are amusing, first and foremost, relevant, a far distant second. Oh, look at Dave just whipping his bits up there. Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the bits are all over Robert's face. Sorry about that, Robert. You you get the bits corner. All right. I got... It looks like corns and a hat. I got magic things going on here. <laughs> yeah. um, He's a magic man. He's hitting exclamation point Robert and nothing's happening. Right. I, because I, I haven't know. set up that command yet because you hadn't been around long enough for me to go, oh, wait, I need to do that. But I'll make a note any yeah. second now. First, let me read. <laughs> Dave says he has Heaven's Door whiskey brought to the masses by Bob Dylan. Uh, word has Seagram's Bold. Rather nice. Uh, Dave also do both the old drink and jerk never lets you down. Good to know your vices nope. and where they lay. And I think that's everybody that's called out their vices. So tonight's topic is air fryers and sound bars because I am passionate about air fryers. I knock on people's door while dressed in a white shirt, a black tie, and black pants and ask them, pardon me, do you have a moment to hear about our Lord and dinner savior, the air fryer? And Robert recently has had a religious experience with sound bars. So with these two things, we decided we're going to talk about not just those, but other devices and things that have come into our life that have been life-changing in a way that most people wouldn't expect, such as these two devices have been for Robert and I. Sound reasonable so far, everyone? That's good. Sure. Great. So here's what I'd like to do. We already know Robert's of mine. Let's take a moment with Andrea and Ed. Oh, right. Toast. Thank you, Ed. Ed, give me the uh, toast sign. Uh, Here's to cool gadgets and inventions that just make life a little more fun, easy, or interesting. And then we'll get one from Cogsley also. What words of wisdom he has. More not for what you have lost. Rather, rejoice for what you retain. So don't mourn the VCR because we got Blu-ray players. There you go. And now we got streaming and Blu-ray players are dying. Uh, okay. I did hook mine up today, though. Oh, did you? See, it's I, I'm not going to lose my. I have a library of these things. I am keeping mine for as long as I can. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping, you know, maybe I'll go 20 years, see them start to fade, buy three of them. Replace it every eight years, and by that time they'll bring them back as retro, and I'll be. Like, It'll hey, come yep. back because vinyl's coming back. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> oh, that means laser disc is coming back. That'll be the next thing. Can I get another <laughs> copy of that video game that was originally on a laser disc? What was it? Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair with Dirk. Yep. There you go. Yes. <laughs> okay, Andrea. Can you think of any devices like this that have been a uh, life changer for you? YouTube. YouTube? YouTube. Well, that's not really a device. I don't know if that's a device, not really. but it's life-changing. Well, it was. It's true. It's not what you know. said pre-show when I asked you. I don't remember. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> Did you reduce? 
Yeah, it made it sound kind of like that, Robert. <laughs> what about you, Ed? What did Andrea... <laughs> What, what about the you? George Foreman Grill. Love that damn thing. That's a beauty right oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you still have one, Robert? I don't. Nothing makes don't. a blender broil better. Or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or burgers. Burgers especially. Burgers. Yeah. Chicken breasts. Just a simple grilled cheese sandwich. Really? Yeah. I guess that would make sense. That would make sense. How come we haven't done that? And does it put the cool lines in it? Mm-hmm. That's the little lines in it. By the way, Andrea and I watched a movie last night, uh, Super Intelligence, Melissa McCarthy, James Corden. Cute movie, cute rom-com. Uh, James Corden plays a supercomputer that's either going to destroy, enslave, or save the human race. And Melissa McCarthy is the most average person on the world that he's using as a three-day measure of which option he should go with. But there's a point in time where she sits down with a man and they're sharing one grilled cheese sandwich. They cut it in half. They each have half a grilled cheese sandwich. No. Who does that? Mm-mm. No. Right. We were yelling I mean, at the TV. Yeah, that's, that's just weird. Yeah. I, so is that the point when he decided to destroy the earth? <laughs> just one grilled cheese there we go ed thank you i gotta ask have you had the grilled cheese sandwich made with Krispy Kreme donuts no no that's a thing here in ohio yeah um yeah it's oh my god it is delicious i'm not doubting that it would be. but i still don't want to eat didn't one but i i bet it is yeah. awesome because somebody said we got crispy cream donuts at work the other day and they're like i'm bringing the extra home i'm making crispy cream hamburgers yeah and yep. i'm just like oh that's horrible i'm not <laughs> saying i wouldn't eat one <laughs> but is it the glazed donuts you use yes you take a glazed donut cut it in half put the glaze on the inside oh so you're grilling the outside and the the glaze and the cheese. There's a restaurant here in Ohio that started it called Tom and Chi. All right. Uh, and they are like, I I was taken at a convention to go eat these. And I'm like, I'm not eating one of those. That's absurd. I'll get a regular grilled cheese, you know, with ham and cheese and bacon on it. Right. Because you can put all that stuff here. You know, that's not a grilled like, cheese no, anymore. Have... That's a ham, cheese, and bacon sandwich at that point, right? You know that. Yeah, but it was grilled. It was grilled. <laughs> it was grilled. Um, and, uh, but for dessert, they got one of these, and I tried it. And, oh, my goodness. I bet. I've since made them at home. My kids don't like them. But oh, I bet you did that I on did. purpose. Oh, God, these are horrible. Oh, uh, you want one? No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You don't. Um, let's see a couple comments. Jewel says for for the George Foreman grill, we grill up pear and peach halves. Wordwin oh, says the sandwich we were just discussing would make him vomit just to look at it. Dave says Virginians have too many diabetes creating foods already. <laughs> it's called anything out of a restaurant or a grocery store nowadays. They're just fried Oreo. Ugh. Has anybody ever had deep fried butter? No, no. No, but they sold it at the fair out here. They do, yeah. and I'm just, like, terrified to eat it. So, my neighbor, about 10 years ago, lived right next door, older gentleman. He had one of those deep-fried fair truck foods, and I think he was doing deep-fried Snickers, deep-fried Oreos. I think one year he did deep-fried butter. Uh, the next year he passed away, so... <laughs> <laughs> you do the math. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know if there was a connection, but oh my goodness. Mm. Okay, so for me with air fryers, this is something I watched for two years before getting one. Once I got one, to give the usual spiel, and I'll abbreviate it because I know we got a lot to talk about with this one. Here was something where I could essentially oven bake something in about three quarters of the amount of time at a lower temperature, and you don't 
have to fry it on the stove or bake it. It's in this small compartment, which air rotates so it cooks quicker, blah, blah, blah. But if you just mist it with Which oil, and you don't even that. have to do that, it comes out crispy and golden. Now, you can't put a thick breading on anything. That's not going to work. But any frozen... I take raw frozen chicken wings, throw them in there for 40 minutes, and they're better than any restaurant okay. I can find them at. Okay. Then you just add... What? <laughs> were you telling him it's okay, or were you saying the wings are okay? <laughs> she loves the wings. Ew. You. Do you just? Oh, like, so they're so good. Oh, they're so good. I thought you said it's okay. I was like, you love them. I do. Okay. Uh, so what I have found is, you know, chicken breasts or some people put stuff like hamburgers in there. I'm like, I don't see where that would be good. That needs to be the George Foreman. No. Yeah. Um. Like, I wouldn't put a grilled cheese in there. And we could talk about the Instant Pot, which is essentially the newfangled pressure cooker. Right. I have one of those. Well, I'd like to ask more questions about it because we're not comfortable with it yet. We're not finding the ooh-ah factor of it yet. We're finding the... It's still weird. So, what's your story? The sound of air fryers gives you a headache, Wardwin? I'm sorry to hear that. It's, uh, here's what I recommend. Get one anyway and leave the fucking kitchen till this all beep, beep, beep. <laughs> then run in there and pull out the tray. You're okay. Can um, I ask a question about the air fryer? Yeah. Um, because I cook most of our food. I cook most of our meals. And I cook almost exclusively in cast iron. Mm-hmm. All right? But if I'm making burgers, mm-hmm. I'm getting grease all over the damn kitchen. Right. All right. If I'm frying chicken wings, I'm getting grease all over the kitchen. Right. Um, so does the air fryer still? Because because I remember as a kid we had a deep fryer. Right. That had solid fat in it. You turn it on and it melts down. So does the air fryer get grease all over your kitchen? Andrew, you raised your hand. No. Well, I was going to say, no, it doesn't. It contains it in a little thing. So unless you take it out and then fling it everywhere, no. <laughs> um, but here's what I'll tell you with the burgers. But, oh, go ahead, oh, Andrew. Go ahead. I was going to say, with the chicken wings, this is the part I really like about it because I like wings, but I like nothing on them. And when you deep fry them, you have those grease pockets in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, you don't have that. So you don't bite into it and have grease pop in your face. But they're, they're really good. It's like... They're Juicy inside and crispy outside. Perfect. Sorry, cat yeah. scratching. Um, yeah, I like it when I bite into my white meat and it pops in my face. It's really good. That's why I go visit Ed a lot. It's uh... <laughs> So, Robert, there's no oil necessary at all. When I put my chicken wings in there, they are completely frozen, completely raw. And I know okay. what Wordwin says. You put one of the screens over. I know what you're talking about, Wordwin. You still get grease coating the wall next mm-hmm. to the stove, though, because you got to pull it out eventually. Or when you put it into the hot oil, it spatters everywhere. And you still get it. But no, you don't with the air fryer because there's no grease added. Now, whatever's fat in there might be popping on the inside, but you pull that whole thing out and wash it afterwards. Yeah. Hand wash it or dishwasher and wash it? Uh, I hand wash it. Okay. Is it dishwasherable? I don't know because we have a dishwasher. I I put it in the kitchen when I moved in, but I have yet to hook it up because it's It's generally it's two of us. Right. No, it makes sense. Yeah, and also my philosophy with the dishwasher is, you're pretty much getting the dish clean before you put it in there because you can't leave anything stuck on it. So why not just put some soap on whatever you're knocking the junk off with and call it done? Right. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, no, air what fryers are, are fucking great. Any of those frozen foods, like the frozen fries, tater tots, uh, hash browns, you just put them hash in there. Fish and chips. Put them right in there. Turn it on. Walk away. You, you do want to walk pie and shake it once in a while so it basically stirs it. Um, and, and it doesn't stick. And it does but you have. You can't put a batter on it, right? It's you can be frozen. put a very thin, light batter on it. If you have a thick batter, 
that batter is not going to crisp up like it does in oil. So if you want like gotcha. a thick coated fried chicken, put it in the skillet, put it in the deep fryer, put it or coat it and then freeze it. No, because even then, when it's thawing, as that heat rotates around it, it's not getting crispy. It's getting mushy. So mm. a thin... Gotcha. I, I've coated things in a thin layer of flour, and it's fine because it's just holding... Here's something else. We love garlic. The first mm -hmm. time I made something and put the normal amount of garlic that I would have put on it if I baked it in the oven or cooked it in a skillet, Andrea took a bite and went, there's a bit too much garlic on this. She has never <laughs> said those fucking words to me. I don't say that. But you get so much more flavor because the oil or whatever isn't washing it all off. Gotcha. Yeah. So you use about a third of the seasoning. No, not a third. Three quarters. I'd say play with it, but whatever. So, okay. <laughs> and, and I got him um, an oil mister. Mm -hmm. They sell like at Target, they sell them. You put the oil in it so you can mist it on there so it gives you a little bit more crispiness, like yeah. oil would. Gives you a little more golden brown. It. Um, it also, if you're using certain seasoning or whatever, it makes it cling a little more. Dave, right. That makes sense. Dave says, my That's... favorite part about the air fryer is being able to reheat fried chicken without it getting soggy. True story Yeah, you got my attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you don't like fried chicken. Every once in a while. Oh, okay. You're so it's Every just not a favorite, is what you're saying. Okay. It's, it's not a favorite. It's a myth. It's a myth. It, it's not a favorite. <laughs> Every three or four months or so. I tell you what, if it's not a myth, I'm a black man. Because I like me some, you know, strawberry soda, some watermelon, and fried chicken. That's <laughs> right, baby. <laughs> so, Robert, what about you? What's your story with sound bars? Because I've been looking at them for like 10 years now and considering them. Well, so what I realized, and my kids are, were making fun of me, uh, because I was turning the volume up. Hold on really one second. Loud. Andrea, listen to this story, because you're going to just nod and giggle at this whole story here. Go ahead, Robert. <laughs> so I was turning the volume up pretty loud on TV shows or movies, especially streaming movies like Netflix, Disney+, Plus, things like that, um, because the way companies record sound has changed we record as if we're playing in a movie theater where you can still hear somebody whisper because you're surrounded by 50 huge speakers and you can feel the explosions and you get both those things but on a home tv set you gotta pick am i going to hear the explosions without them blowing my ears out or am i going to be able to hear the dialogue and the people whisper so I'm there with the remote, turning it up so I can hear the people talking, right, in their quiet moments. And then I'm turning it down for the explosions. And my kids are making fun of me because if it's left loud, they turn on the TV to play a game or something and scream and say it's daddy loud. All right. So I, I started doing hold, some hold research. On, hold on, Andrea. If you want to use the term daddy loud, it's okay <laughs> by me. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, and some uh, some buddies on uh, on Discord were like, "Well, look into a sound bar, because they they will improve the experience." And I've been holding out as a sound designer in a previous life, twenty years ago. I thought, you know, if we're going to do a home theater, let's do a home theater and get right. surround sound with all the speakers and really, really do it. But honestly, I'll go to the movie theater if I want that experience. Right. So. I uh, I found a sound bar. I went to Popular Mechanics and I got theirs that said, "Hey, this is the best budget sound bar out there." It was sixty bucks from Amazon. Brought it home. I was all excited, ready to hook it up, and I found out my TV was not compatible. <laughs> New television. Uh, so I was pissed. And the rest of the my story wife... goes on. <laughs> yeah, it goes on. So I was pissed. My wife comes home and I'm boxing it up. She goes, what's wrong? I said, well, it's cool. I hooked it up and played music from my phone, but uh, it won't work with the television. And she's like, well, what do we need? I'm like, a new television. <laughs> so we started looking at new TVs and we had a 39 inch. They don't make 39 inches. You can get 42. I mean, you can get 43 or 32. So we were looking at a 43-inch TV. Would not fit on our TV stand. New TV stand. <laughs> right? Ed, just yell so, spoilers before everything you say. <laughs> spoilers, right? 
I know what I would do. <laughs> so here we are thinking about the stimulus check that's coming, right? Uh, and we're looking at TVs, and my, and my wife is like, well, how much is a 43? And I'm like, it's this. That seems kind of like I, I feel we should go bigger for that amount of money. So how and, much is a 60-inch, baby? Well, we looked at 55 inches, $5 more than the 43-inch. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought a 55-inch TV. We drive to Target, like curbside pickup, in an hour after we bought it. Same day, the soundbar arrives. I, we go get the TV from Target. It barely fits in our hatchback. Get it home, get it set up, plug the soundbar in. Andrea could tell that story seven times over because that's what she does at Target. <laughs> and people show up in like little teeny cars like, I'm going to put the 72-inch TV. Wait, what? <laughs> I measured. I knew it would fit before we went. Smart. Um, I used to work at Target too. And it was like Christmas Eve, somebody pulls up in a two-seater Miata and wants you to put the basketball hoop. Oh, God. And it's like, what the hell? It's not going to fit. So if it, we get it home, we hook it up, soundbar doesn't fucking work. All right? We got the cables, everything. It's supposed to work. I'm YouTubing it. I'm Googling it. I'm reading the instructions, fixing the, fixing the settings. All right? Four hours later... I'm like, screw it. We're just watching WandaVision with our new TV, with the old sound on it. It'll be fine. And it did sound okay. All right? Um, next morning, before I box it back up, I turn it all on. It freaking works. Like, I haven't changed anything. Freaking works. All right? Watch it for an hour. It stops working. So, I'm like, this is a dud sound bar. Going back to Amazon. 60 bucks. Wait a minute. What happened to the dream part where you woke up in the middle of the night with the aha moment? You told me shorten the story, so I'm but, short. But that's the an interesting part. He got out of the bed at 6 in the morning to go fuck with this TV. <laughs> All right, I did. I got out of bed. At, I was so mad. I was so mad because here we here we are. All right. And, and, the, and the TV is sitting on our coffee table because we didn't have the new TV stand yet. All right. We've rearranged our living room. We've just dropped a, a good bit of cash on a 55 inch TV, all because of this damn soundbar. All right, so in the middle of the night, I think back as I'm sleeping, I have a nightmare about my theater days and sound not working. And I remember that sometimes we would unplug everything and plug it back in in the opposite order. Okay, unplug everything because sometimes it matters the order in which you plug things in. So at six o'clock in the morning, I got up. It's a good story word, isn't it? Head, unplugged everything, even unplugged it from the electricity, and very methodically plugged it all back in, starting with the sound bar, all right? And then the cable into the sound bar, and then the cable into the TV, and the TV in the light, and it miraculously worked. But, so, but what happened two turned, hours later? I turned the TV off. And when I turned it back on, the sound bar didn't work. And I'm like, I am not unplugging and plugging everything back in every single time I want to watch something on TV. All right. So I box it up. I send it back in. I'm pissed. All right. But the sound for the TV, yeah, it's okay. Uh, sound from the sound bar was freaking amazing. And I sat there with, uh, what was the movie I used? The, the Force Star Awakens, Wars, the yeah. Star Wars movie. All right. And I listened to it once the sound bar is working. And it's almost like you're in the movie theater. Okay, now this was a single bar, no sub, no nothing. I'm like, whoa, and I'm muting the sound bar and turn it on the volume of the TV. I'm like, eh, mute the TV, turn on the volume of the sound bar. Whoa, and then I was going back and forth. Like I was excited, turn off the TV, doesn't freaking work. So I, I boxed up. My wife is like, well, we got the TV, get the sound bar that you want. How much are you going to spend? Just tell me what it is. So I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm finding some for 350. Uh, and then I go back to that popular mechanics website and find one that's a mid-range one, uh, a Fino something. And it has the subwoofer with it for some nice bass. Is it Fino Barbital? Because I remember that from my teens. Mm -hmm. Do I? Was it Fino Barbital? Maybe. No, what is it called? It's a, um, I don't know, Fino? Fino. Oh, Fenu, I'll Fenu. type it in there. Okay. Fenu. Fenu with two O's. <laughs> All right. Um, so 
I find one that has a coupon, right? It's 130 bucks, and I think, you know, that's maybe the way to do it. If we were at 60, let's double that. We don't have to go to 350, Mm-mm. all right? I was happy with 60, it just didn't freaking work. So let's add another 60 on top of it, another 70, I can do math, on top of it, and that one should work, right? The electronics inside it should be $70 better. Plus it comes with a subwoofer. Uh, so I get it, and it arrives, and unlike the other one, I hook it right in, HDMI cable right into the TV, turn it on and I'm clicking through and I'm like, well, shit, it still doesn't work. And I'm clicking and I'm like, wait a second. It's coming from the sound bar. It's not coming from the TV. I just don't have it turned up loud enough. So I start turning it up. And the nice thing is the remote control for the TV, because it's hooked in HDMI also controls the volume on the sound bar. So you don't need two remotes. And oh my God, it is gorgeous. And it's like, Almost like being in the movies. You don't hear sound behind you because it's coming from in front of you. But the subwoofer, I went back and I rewatched the Star Wars, the intro to the Star Wars, and you can like feel the the ships rumbling through your floor and you can hear the dialogue and you can hear the explosions and nothing feels too loud. It's all just, it's balanced and it's gorgeous beautiful sound and i did the same thing again i'm like i'm imagining this turn it off turn on the tv nope not imagining it sound bar for the win the next day amazon puts a 60 dollars coupon with that sound bar that i bought <laughs> and i'm not bitter because i think it's worth 130 dollars. fair enough that's a, that's what you got to put in your head which yeah by the way, Werdewin said a while ago, thank you for being patient on me reading this comment, Werdewin. Werdewin, said, Werdewin says, or do 11.2 sound like me? You can't explain that word because I'm curious until, because when I told Andrea the abbreviated version of the abbreviated version of this story, um, she's like, so she interrupts me before I'm like a quarter of the way through it. What you're saying is we're going to end up. What you're saying is we have to get a soundbar. And a new TV. And a new TV. TV. But you're going to have to get new TV. (laughs) But we'll need one for the bedroom because the sound. So what you're saying is we need to get two TVs. (laughs) And two sound. Thanks, Robert. An 11 speaker, two sub surround sound. I mean, that probably sounds amazing. I'm sure. But sound bars evidently have come a long way. And they sound... You're not going to get the in-theater sound without a real surround sound system. I can't do a surround sound system in my living room because my house is 126 years old. And two of the walls in this square room have giant windows on it. The other two have giant pocket doors. So there's no way to run. And the rest is stucco and cinder block. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say because it's haunted. Uh, well, my kids say it is. That's just the raccoon we can't get out of the attic, though. I'm sorry. Kill it. It's a it's a finished attic. It's fine. I should just charge it rent. Yeah. Um, Ed but, has a story uh, about a raccoon in the attic. Mm. <laughs> and a raccoon on the loading dock. Bastard. <laughs> oh, sorry. Evil I didn't mean to animals. But, uh... So, yeah, that's our show. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Have a good night. We did not... We did not put a soundbar in our bedroom. With MailChimp, you get a whole lot more than a URL. You get an all-in-one marketing platform to help drive sales. That means you can connect your data to make more informed, smarter decisions. And you get powerful automation tools like our customer journey builder to ensure you never miss an opportunity to turn shoppers into loyal customers. So if you're ready to integrate your marketing and boost sales, get started today at MailChimp.com slash smart marketing. MailChimp. Built for growing businesses. With MailChimp, you get a whole lot more than a URL. You get an all-in-one marketing platform to help drive sales. That means you can connect your data to make more informed, smarter decisions. And you get powerful automation tools like our customer journey builder to ensure you never miss an opportunity to turn shoppers into loyal customers. So if you're ready to integrate your marketing and boost sales, get started today at MailChimp.com smartmarketing. MailChimp. Built for growing businesses.
All right. So we do have a TV in our bedroom. It's the same model TV that we had in the living room. So we'd have to buy a new TV if we want to put a soundbar in there. Uh, but it's okay. I mean, we don't watch a lot of shows. Here's yes. what I recommend. Before that coupon goes away, take the soundbar from the living room, put it in the bedroom, see if it works with that TV, and then order the $60 with the coupon for the bedroom. It won't work with that TV. Okay, we're done talking. It's the same TV we had downstairs. But I'm saying maybe the soundbar was crap and the TV wasn't. The issue. No, it doesn't have the right – the Ow. TV doesn't have the right audio outputs. Do you have those little U-shaped wire things that you screw the coax into because your TV's too old to t- accept cable? <laughs> so the only output this TV has – it's called coax, but it's coax audio which is actually RCA audio combined in mm-hmm. one cable. In one cable. But and you can't get it anymore. <laughs> Wordwin has said this twice, so I feel it's important. My life-changing thing, flashlights with rechargeable 18,650 batteries. What's that even mean? I don't understand what that means. It means it has a lot of rechargeable batteries in it. Love the 18650s so much I've started using them for other things. So I have 18650s in parallel series for different voltages to handle. I still don't know what that means. You got to help. Do you have a word replacement in there maybe? <laughs> <laughs> like 18650 is actually, you know, a five-digit word? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's the type of battery. Maybe that's what the battery is that's rechargeable. Oh, and she will be correct. Did you Google it? Yeah. No. All right. It's it's a double A battery. Oh. Well, there you go. Or what would normally be a double A battery? Eighteen sixty. Okay, Jewel. Enjoy passing the meds. And word says oh, it's a battery size between C and D size. Okay. Interesting. It's like a double A here. <laughs> well, apparently they're making okay. another size is no word. <clears throat> oh, fun fact. We had 69 subscribers. We now have 68. <laughs> we lost. Oh, well, somebody, somebody has expired. Yeah, it happens. On. You brought me on and it, it, somebody, somebody hates me. Somebody, well, no, there. they don't hate you. They're just not going to 69 with you. Right. It was because I li- I tried to lick the 69. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were personally offended by that. So could be somebody that hates me. I think there's one person out there that hates me. I don't know them, but I think think so. How can they hate you? I don't know. Because he said no to their... uh, They said no to their unemployment claim. (laughs) Uh, Okay, there was that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Somebody claimed me as an employer for unemployment. Oh wow! At, and I have no employees, so was it you that did it? No, you didn't claim as. It was not me. I I mean, yes, I do claim myself as self employed, but it was it was not me. It was not me. By the way, I'm loving the purgatory house and how it's lit up behind you there in the lighting. Yeah. Isn't that nice? That looks great, man. And, um, and your curtain looks like a movie screen behind you. Yeah. Andrea doesn't yeah, have her spooky lady standing behind her tonight. Spooky I had to move it. Oh, my God. You remember it, Robert? Were you there? No, but it, that does, for- it does look like somebody's standing behind her. It looks like <laughs> maybe a dress hanging on the door. Oh, no, I actually have... All right, so... <laughs> Don't mind the mess, but look oh. in the corner. <laughs> it took me a moment, and then it jumped out at me. Yeah, I had to move it because I do um, like online bagpipe lessons, and I didn't want that behind me when I was when my teacher was on the screen. Yep. <gasps> well, that's there is a dress form in the background here, but I throw a military jacket over the top of it when I'm streaming because the camouflage breaks it up and then it doesn't look like a naked body back there right and if anybody Mm -hmm. wants here 
I'm going to throw a couple links up here. Robert's will be amongst them. If anybody wants to follow Robert on Twitch, it's uh, – oh, I'm sorry. That's his direct link to his website, wicked-clever.com. You can totally go there. I'm fine with that. But um, if you guys do want to follow him here, let's – I'll just do the shout-out for Wicked Clever. And There you go. So what about, Andrea, Ed, any other things that we should talk about that's – I, I thought Andra had one. She mentioned before the show. Uh, I forgot. Uh, uh. Apparently, it's not that likely. Now. You can share. She said vibrators, everyone. Oh, That's I did say vibrators. Said. All she right. She said vibrators. She did. Oh. She did. It says, I thought sonic screwdriver. Which, by the way, That's works like almost as well as mace if you're attacking a parking lot. If you whip out the vibrator and brandish it at somebody... It definitely gives them pause. And thank you, Word, for doing the shout out. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you wanted to ask questions about the um, Instapot. Yeah. So we got the Instapot. For anybody that doesn't know, you might remember your grandmother having a pressure cooker that was terrifying because it had this little metal thing that would wobble as the steam built, and it was terrifying. You it just yeah. didn't understand it. And, and you I don't even remember. Want. Do you? It's okay. Do you still use it? Well, you use it for canning, right? Canning, yeah. Well, Instapot is the next generation. It's the next iteration. It's just a little tighter, a little cleaner. <laughs> it doesn't have the thing that'll fly off and kill you. Right. Who wants that? Well, it's like a new girlfriend. It's a little tighter, a little cleaner, and, and it doesn't have the thing that'll fly off and kill you. You said the lid can fly off. What the hell? I did. Yes. If you don't lock the lid down, it's all digital, so it'll beep and tell you the lid's not up. But evidently, there are ways to hack it so that you can still put the pressure cook on with the lid only partially attached. And yeah, then it can fly off and kill you. No, do you have to be extra smart or extra stupid to be able to do that? Extra stupid, evidently. <laughs> oh, shit. But... When we first got our Instapot, I set it up and we stared at it for like a month before I finally used it. And when I did use it, because the instructions are so poor, and I read instructions like you, Robert, um, I felt like it could be used like a slow cooker or a pressure cooker. No, it cannot. It is only a pressure cooker, but anything you cook in a slow cooker, you can cook in it in 20 to 50 minutes it plus 20 minute pressurizing time but i didn't realize that so andrew and i were trying to make a soup and after like eight hours of like turning it on and doing it Oops. i finally went well shit she's at work hold on let me just pressurize this shit and 20 minutes later it was done and it was it infused the flavors almost in a way that a uh slow cooker doesn't because it does pressurize it and pushed it all the yeah. way through the meat and everything. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, pushed it real good. What's that? <laughs> pushed it real good. Um, I also made a chili in it that was really good and took 20 minutes to do. See, where do when I've used those also, Word says, place I work had a pressure oil cooker. Yeah, I worked at a fast food chicken restaurant, Lee's Famous Recipe Country Chicken in Ohio, which, by the way, mm -hmm. is great yep. chicken if you have a chance to try it. I worked there for like nine months and could still sit down and enjoy a plate of their chicken. It was good stuff. Um, of course, that was back in, shit, 91, 90. So I don't know if it's still good. But uh, I, ha I haven't had it. We don't have a Lee's here. I have seen it driving through Ohio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we really, it's, they had them there too. And that was fun when you're learning how to use them. Um, but, so the new model of pressure cooker, uh -huh. um, cause I had a crock pot and our crock pot died right before Christmas. And I was bemoaning the fact that our crock pot died. Um, so my sister as my Christmas present ordered me the newest pressure cooker, the Instapot, and sent it to me. Um, lo and behold, my wife had actually bought from Hot Topic a Marvel-themed crock pot. 
that she was going to give me for Christmas. <laughs> my sister's arrives from Amazon before then with nothing disguising the package. So it kind of ruined Rebecca's gift. She took it back. Um, and uh, Good gift, though. It, uh, well done, Rebecca. It, I know. It was a great gift. I mean, from both of them, it was a great gift. And I would have been totally happy just having the crock pot. Right. But we talked. We talked about it then, and the new model of the pressure cooker actually does more than just pressure cook. You can set it to a slow cook mode, oh. um, and you get a special lid, so it's not the pressure cooker lid. It's a glass lid that you put on it, and it will work like a slow cooker. Now, the difference there is it only has two temperature settings, uh, low and high, but it's not the same as a crock pot low and high. You actually want to cook, uh, if you're if you're slow cooking something, you want to cook it on high heat, not the low heat, because low is keep warm. So it gotcha. won't actually cook it at a hot enough temperature like if you have meat or anything. Good to know. Um, so you cook okay. it at the high, you put a little less water, I think. It's like three quarters the water that you would put in whatever you're slow cooking. Um, and, and three quarters of the time. So if I was going to cook a chili for eight hours, I'll cook it for six hours gotcha. in there. And it turns out pretty good. Um, I can taste the difference, but I cook all the time too. Now, same recipe so, with the pressure cooker, not with the times, but the flavor. Um, I have not done a full chili recipe. I've pressure cooked beans, which is amazing. Because instead of soaking the beans all day and then cooking them, you just toss them in there and cook them. After and, rinsing them. Right, after rinsing right. them. And the package <laughs> always check for stones. Right. So I do that, but I've never found a stone in my beans. If you just rinse so them in a colander, any of the stones get washed out anyway. Oh, okay. So I'm there checking each little bean. Like, are you a bean or are you a... <laughs> How would I know? We'll, we'll take a risk They're not bean-sized stones. They're just dirt. <laughs> Rinse the dirt. Because <laughs> like, somebody at the packaging factory had to mistake the stone for a bean. So <laughs> they do it all day. How am I going to figure it out? And then he had the contest with his kids. Guess how many beans there are? Because I fucking know. So you got to guess. <laughs> right? Um, so I have cooked beans in it. I have cooked... Um, Hard-boiled eggs in it. I've My done that. My kids love the hard-boiled eggs out of it. Um, I've not cooked a cheesecake, but suppose you can cook a cheesecake right, I've, I've in the that, new yeah. one. In the pressure um, cooker? Yeah. In the pressure cooker. I have cooked, um, like, uh, I've, I've tried to cook baked potatoes. They did not turn out. I did that. They were that. still raw in the center. They were nicely cooked on the outside, raw in the center. By the way, you can cook those in the air fryer, and they turn out yeah. great. The, oh, the, uh, yeah. Here's what I'm going to tell you. When you're cooking them and you wrap them in foil like normal, when you're almost done, open that foil up so it's very loose so you're getting more heat so it'll crisp that skin. Right. That sounds great. Um, mm -hmm. And Word says, I use my rice cooker to make pancakes, a thing kind of like a casserole and some other things. That's interesting. I have a rice cooker and I do appreciate it. But apparently I can I use... I don't have a... Go ahead. A rice cooker, but we don't cook a whole lot of rice. It's Andrea and I've switched. Yeah, we switched. We buy the big bag away from the pasta, <laughs> and we buy twenty-pound bags of rice now, basmati rice, because cool. I have found the flavor is just so much better. Well, we get that it comes in the burlap burlap bag, and then I stuff it with catnip and pillow fluff for the cats. She makes you cat beds. Oh. Yeah. Like you stuff the bag. You don't stuff the rice. Not the rice. <laughs> the bag. Burlap bag. Interesting <laughs> recipe. You see, word. Um, I tried jasmine rice and I switched to basmati. I liked it just a little better, but than jasmine. I like the jasmine. Andrea has a floral allergy, so the jasmine uh, runs a risk okay. for her. But so I can't have that every day. Like we eat rice all the time. I can't eat jasmine rice like that. Yeah, because whether I'm making Indian, Chinese, or Mexican, or American, we can have rice. Even if we're having spaghetti, you can put it over rice, spaghetti sauce. Mm -hmm. Though I've never tried Alfredo rice, and I don't think I ever will. I, I don't think. I have. That does sound right. 
You know, okay. think about it. How some people put chili over rice. That's what I think of the spaghetti sauce with rice. And it, it's not quite right, Robert. You're right. I meant the Alfredo. I'm no. sure spaghetti sauce. Put spaghetti okay. sauce on everything. Um, I, whatever. Everything except spaghetti noodles. I hate spaghetti noodles, but I like <laughs> spaghetti sauce. Yeah, generally, we, and we've actually switched because we had like four different types of pasta and containers in the cabinet, and we're like, you know what? Let's just get one type of pasta. What's our best type? And I didn't care. And Andrea liked wide egg noodles. So that's what we keep now, wide egg noodles. And yep. whatever we want that's pasta, we just put it over wide egg noodles. But I used to keep like shells and then spaghetti and then wide egg noodles. And what was the fourth thing? Oh, rotini. Because you can cook the noodles and eat them with just butter. Or you can put right. stuff on it, you know. Very versatile. Um, well, and the different shapes of noodles do serve different purposes in Italian cuisine. They do. But you're not going to – I mean, that's a lot of cooking Italian to right. actually use all the noodles. And, and that's we, the other thing. We, you know, we would keep – because I would take them out of the boxes and put them into plastic containers with a sealed lid. And you would still take – yeah, I keep the like the gallon-sized pickle jars or two gallon-and-a-half pickle yep. jars – Clean them out, bleach them, let them air them out, re-clean them, bleach them, use OxyClean till the pickle smell was gone a month later, and then you'd store the stick. Yeah, you you don't put rice or noodles in a pickle jar that still smells like pickles because then you have pickle rice or pickle noodle. Yeah. And I like. So I found a secret to that. What's that? Yes. I'm gonna bring it full circle. So uh, I told you we had to TV stand. (laughs) How's this relate to pickles? How's this relate to pickles? I have died in the know. You're going to see. You're going to see. All right. Uh, So my daughter and I built a new TV stand because we're searching. Rebecca and I, my wife, are searching for one. And it's like, oh, that one's nice. That one's 200 bucks. We're like, yeah, because it's MDF and laminate. Right. Um, And anything we liked that would fit our old home and our current furniture was going to be five or six hundred dollars. Right. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, I can make that. And my daughter's in Girl Scouts. She needed her woodworking badge. So I'm like, I can teach her to make this. And she did great. She learned the chop saw and she torched the wood with the torch and screwdriver and helped stain it and everything. So we have a brand new TV stand sitting in our living room. I can still smell a little bit of the polyurethane. Um, But in order to clean the brushes, I went and I got the pickle jars that we've been saving that still smell like pickles on the inside. I poured mineral spirits in it to clean the brushes, and it does not smell like pickle anymore. Good to know, because Andrea got me a full oil paint set for Christmas that I'm looking forward to busting out. So maybe to clean the brushes, I'll just eat a whole jar of pickles first. (laughs) And actually, that's not a bad idea, because I'm looking at, you know, Bob Ross beats his brushes out of here, and Andrea giggles every goddamn time, and so does Bob Ross. Um, now, now the noodles smell like paint, says word. Um, <laughs> does it smell like mineral spirits now? I don't know. The mineral spirits are still in it because you can't pour that down the drain. Nope. You have to wait and let the bad stuff in it. So the old stain and the poly sink to the bottom and then pour the good mineral spirits off and you reuse it until you can't reuse it anymore. And then you take it to the dump for hazardous waste. Okay. Or if you live I mean, in the country, you give it to the neighbor and they dump it with the rest of the shit that we see when we look at our window. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I will say that I have dumped it in my yard before I was enlightened on to why you should not do that. There we go. Thank God so. they enlightened him last week. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we're on well water, so actually dumping something like that in is bad. It's going to come right back into you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, then you then you're pooping out mineral spirits, <laughs> and then it'll every, it'll lubricate it. Yeah, every time you fart, it goes Julian. <laughs> so, but the reason Bob Ross beats his brushes, that's actually to dry them, right? Um, because a wet brush, if you just let it dry, air dry, it will ruin that brush, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, but I've been looking at you that's know. Can I yeah, buy? No, it's funny. Can I buy a certain trash can or container or whatever? Maybe a pickle jar would work for beating the brush out where you could swirl it around. I don't know, it's glass. Yeah. Well, you're not like, you know, 
kung fu karate chopping it. But, but Bob just... Ross says beat the devil out of it. But, but the glass is strong enough to hold up into shipping and being on the That's shelf right. and that pickles. Crazy it... the blue hair dropping it on the floor and bouncing once and it'll hold up to a paintbrush. Okay. <laughs> and when it doesn't, you can point and laugh and tell Travis, told you so. Fair point. Okay. We're we're almost out of time here, but Robert and I have definitely dominated the conversation and Ed mentioned George Foreman. Is there any other things that we need to talk about that have been life-changing? Gizmos, gadgets, aplenty. Who's it's and what's it's galore? Thingamabobs? I've got 20. Bidets. 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 Yeah, actually, this is a fair... Okay, so Robert, in case you don't know, you can now buy a bidet attachment for your toilet. Oh, I've seen it. I, I'm not in person. I'm going to describe them anyway, just for anybody who hasn't. So it's this kind of U-shaped thing that goes underneath the bolts of your toilet, and you have a control outside with three settings off, which is important when you have cats who will bump that damn thing and turn it on. Then you have the back door washer, and then you have the lady front door washer. And it has a nozzle that drops down and then sprays, you know, here or further forward. And Ed and I, for, I guess, shit, almost two years have been talking about it. And about a year ago, Ed got his first one. When they had the toilet paper crisis, man, I fixed that shit, literally. <laughs> and what was your quote after you had it? I went, how do you feel? Does it make a difference? Do you remember what you said? I don't remember now. Ed says, my ass has never been happier. Oh, this is true. Yes. <laughs> So for My Christmas, Andrea bought me a work project. She bought me a bidet or birthday. Birthday, I think. Anniversary. No, anniversary present. Here's something to clean your ass. Happy anniversary. <laughs> and word says it's great. I shit you not. <laughs> uh, and Robert, here's what I will tell you. Now, people like, you use less toilet paper. Women might. Men are not used to having that much moisture. <laughs> I, I, I've heard you say that, but I use less toilet paper. I'm using like a fifth less toilet paper than before. I'm just wondering how much toilet paper you used before, man. You don't, you don't wipe. You pet yourself dry, Travis. You don't wipe. If you wipe, yes, it's going to come apart. And you have no, no, no. I, I'm not <laughs> using more because... But I use at least... Now, before, I would use... Four squares folded per wipe. <laughs> now, with a bidet with that much liquid, I'm using pretty much eight squares folded to absorb the moisture. And then I use a second, like six squares, to get any remaining moisture. <laughs> See, word, word, you're not wrong. Word says maybe Travis's aim is off. There, no, this is something. <laughs> Ed is laughing because he knows. Go on, Andrea. I guess the next one I have to get you is the one with the dryer. <gasps> but and, the, and the lights here, and the music? <laughs> here is a little bit of something they don't tell you. If you have city water and everything, that's great. If you have well water, it is a very different experience. Because well that's water is not consistent with pressure. So some days it's a little... Shh, other days it's an enema. One <laughs> time... <laughs> Okay, so we have to turn it and make sure it's turned because there's a little thing that you hit to turn it on. And the cats will jump up. And one time they did that, and it shot out in the bathroom across the hall and hit the sliding yep. glass door with force. <laughs> and we have pergo flooring, so we're terrified. <laughs> Speaking of particle board and laminate. Um, right. So just... another thing is anybody who's owned a toilet seat, replaced one, you realize those toilet seats over a period of time, especially if you're right-handed, shift to the left. And you've got to kind of recenter once in a while. Just because of the way you lean to wipe and everything, this happens. With the bidet, 
There's times you've got to reseat yourself so it's hitting the right area. There's times you're like, it's hitting something, but I don't. And then you shift and you're like, there it is. It found it. Uh, uh, Word says you could take care of that with a secondary cache. I have a a cache on my computer. I do not have a cache in a CAC. C H E by the way, not C A S. I think she's talking about well water pressure. Could be, could be, just yeah. like a, a holding tank for the well water that that right. pressure. I don't think I'm doing that. <laughs> I, I think I would just scoot um, a quarter inch to the left and get the surprise. Yeah, I think I think what they need to do is combine the Roomba technology with this, <laughs> so that you don't have to adjust. It finds it for you. Well, they do have things like that. It's like the ultimate Japanese toilet with the lights and the things and the air. I'd be nervous if I saw a laser red point dot on my asshole. <laughs> Of course, if I actually saw my asshole, I'd be nervous too because I'm bent in a really weird way. <laughs> That's how the robot uprising starts. With my asshole? That's fucked up. <laughs> okay, but days are another good one. That's definitely something that, uh, you know, we look back at the days where people wiped with Sears catalog and corn cobs and each had their own little wipe rag hanging in the outhouse, and we go, ew, how primitive. And we look back at three shells, which, by the way, is based on Roman technology of taking flat stones and scraping the poop off your asshole. You like how I use poop but said asshole? Because, you know, I like to keep, mm-hmm. keep it clean. Oysters and PG-13. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so, yeah, it's we look at these other things, and, and now that we're living with bidet... Andrea and I both, we only have one, but we have three bathrooms. And for the most part, we try to always use the bathroom with the bidet. Mm -hmm. Because we do feel cleaner. Um, And I don't know how clean everybody else is. But at night, before I go to bed, I go in and use the bathroom, even if I don't have to use the bathroom. Because I want to clean the under chassis one more time before snuggling up to Andrea. (laughs) That's much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. You know what? Word has pointed out something else. They say at the new house, temperature here, water temperature here is so cold. I need a heat of a day, but there's no plug in the old bathroom to plug it in. Yeah. Winter has a little extra (laughs) surprise once in a while when you're using well water. Good morning. Yeah, when you're getting a 37-degree enema Fahrenheit, not Celsius. Sometimes it is. <laughs> it's it's a, yeah, it's a eye-opening. You think Folgers in your cup opens your eyes. Mm. Try the brown eye right on up. Yeah, try it. And by the way, there was one time we mentioned this on the show, and I mentioned how sometimes it hits just right, and it runs right up the crank of your ass and splashes on your balls, and you're terrified that now your balls maybe got a little poo on them. And one of my chatters, probably Hot Diggity Dave or Joe, I don't know which one, they're like, muddy balls is a real thing. And I'm like, oh, God, that's horrible. <laughs> Why would you say that? I've, I've heard the phrase, never associated, because I've never had that splatter. I guess it's time to wrap up the show now. <laughs> I, I will say one thing. Yeah. Uh, not about bidets. I'll take you off that topic. Uh, George Foreman Girls. Awesome. I haven't had one in years. I attempted, because we have a waffle maker. My kids love uh-huh. waffles. I attempted to do, because uh, it's basically the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's two plates, top and bottom, that are heating up. You just got this different shape. I attempted to make uh, burgers in the waffle maker because i read online you can do that uh you can do it but you can never use the waffle maker to make waffles again because all of those grooves and stuff i still can't get them clean from making oh you should put it over the bidet <laughs> <laughs> okay let's wrap this up guys Robert, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. It was a blast to have you here again on the Tavern. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's always a delight to have you. 
Except do you, you want me to drop a link yeah. for your audience, uh, the thing I got? Oh, yeah. Is that allowed? Please, yes, yeah. please do. <clears throat> and I'll do the wrap-up while you do that. If you guys have any thoughts on this show, please feel free to email us at talkofthetavernshow at gmail.com. That's talkofthetavernshow at gmail.com. And uh, hold on, i got to click that link, make sure I get that. You can send us also topics you'd like to hear us discuss, messages to yourself or other people, birthday wishes, whatever you like. Um, make sure you also check out the other podcast, Right Night, that Robert has been on for over a month at this point in time. Uh, done six or so episodes with us there, and always a delight to have him there. And uh, thank you everybody for throwing the bits and subscribing and and hosting and rating and all the things we do here on Twitch when we're broadcasting live. I also want to thank our viewers and supporters on Patreon, such as Triple U and Ethan Strauss, as well as the folks who subscribe monthly via PayPal for Musical Wizardry and Berta, and everybody else on uh, Coffee, Ko-Fi, for all that support. Other than that, you guys have a great week. We'll catch you again next time on Talk of the Tavern, and uh, let's get Cogsley to sing us some outro music. Thanks for joining us in the discussion shenanigans tonight. You are the one thing that makes the show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the Tavern next week. Until wait, then. wait, 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 wait. Closing toast. Oops. Here's to all those great inventions that we all love so much. That has uh, changed our lives in so many ways, comical or otherwise. Don't drink the Purell, Robert. Yeah, don't. <laughs> my, my, my drink is empty. But, I mean, this has changed our lives. It's got alcohol, right? Mm. Oh, sorry. It does. <laughs> don't drink Maybe it. like the 1920s. You know, somebody's tried it many times. And Cogsley says, uh, Cogsley, you already did this one. Hold on, we gotta get Cogsley to say something different. He's stuck in a loop. Oh, now he, liked that one. he did. It was, it was a Colin Powell one we read on the last episode. There we go. The right word can mean the world, especially if that word is Earth. Okay, outro now. Thanks for producing the discussions and shenanigans tonight. You're the one thing that makes the show what it's it because is. Because Cogsley heard Don't forget today. to join us at the tavern next week. Until <laughs> did then, you say Cogsley needs a fun. bidet? Keep learning. And be good. He heard a day, so he brought up now, cola. Raise your glass and good cheer. <laughs> Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night. This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. That's childrensnational.org slash holiday. While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels.